Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You are about to arrive to the right place. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Ellen and Aaron's Welcome, everybody, to another great episode of the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. I'm Alan, and I'm so delighted to be with you this evening. It's December 16th, 2022, and this is, you know, fortunately and fortunately, our last show for 2022. We are, that's right, this is our last show for the year 2022. What is happening is just like the year before and the year before that, we are taking the last two weeks off for you guys to spend time with your families and for us to do the same. So you have Christmas and then you have New Year's. So we, we take these two weeks off so we can get refreshed for the new year and get things started on the right foot. Just wanted to let you know a couple of things is that unfortunately my co-host Aaron could not be with us this evening. He's having some technical difficulties. We'll talk more about that towards the end of the show, and we're going to make sure that we have some great things for you this show tonight. Also, what I'm going to do for you, too, is do not only something special for you, I'm also going to go ahead and give our great sponsor, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, so delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. So definitely want to thank our great sponsor, Chef G's. Florida barbecue sauce definitely is a great time for the holidays for you to pick up either one. There's four flavors, one, two, three, or four, or the whole four-pack. You get a discount. You cannot go wrong by giving somebody one of these for a gift. He ships out right away. You can find Chef G's Florida barbecue sauce at flbbqsauce.com. Again, that's flbbqsauce.com. Don't forget that sauce, everybody. So we got a lot to discuss here tonight, and like we do at the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, we pay our respects to anybody who in the sports arena who has passed away, and let me do that first and foremost. We're going to go ahead and pay our respects to the late, great football coach, Mike Leach, and he has unfortunately passed away this week. So we're going to do a moment of silence for the great coach, Mike Leach, who's no longer with us. All right. So definitely want to pay our respects to Mike Leach. And we're going to go ahead and take our first caller today. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Let's go ahead and bring on our caller. How are you doing so far this evening? Hey. Hey, guys, how are you? Doing great. How are you feeling tonight so far, Lou? All right. That's good to hear. Glad to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, I couldn't miss the last show of the year. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You cannot miss the last show of the year. This is our last show of 2022. Just like last year, we're taking the last two weeks off. And yeah. how about you? Are you having a show? This week, yes. The next two weeks, uh-uh. 
Okay, so yeah, so yeah, the holidays are coming around quick this year, so you're going to get a couple of weeks off, and a lot has happened over the week, yeah, you know, definitely the 49ers clinch. What are your thoughts on the 49ers clinching their division? Well, that division, I thought they were going to be able to take. I mean, Seattle doesn't really strike me as, you know, much as, um, you know, taking this year. I kind of thought that once the 49ers got on a roll and sort of their quarterback problems out, I think they were going to, I think they were going to do it. Okay. And of yep. course, the Eagles clinch the East. Yuck. So. <laughs> yep. Yuck. And Giants though have really fallen apart. You know, in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I don't know what happened to them, but you know, once they started going on this uh, this tailspin of a season, uh, I think it's got some Giants fans shaken up. Yeah, it's really surprising how they kind of started off really well and they kind of faded off. Do you think they're gonna? Make it to the playoffs, or you think they're gonna fade they'll, away? They'll make it. They'll make it, but the other stuff, like now, maybe in the second wild card spot, not the first. Dallas okay. is taking over now. Yeah, Dallas is coming on real strong. They're looking very good, and although they didn't look too good against the Texans, but otherwise, you know, they they have been looking very good. What about your Jets? You you know, Zach Mar- uh Zach Wilson is going to be starting. I know. Hey, you don't sound yeah. too excited. One more, one more injury. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he was going to get a chance to play this year at all again. But yeah, you know, know, that's how football is. You know, you 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 just if you just hang around and you're ready, you just never know when somebody's going to get injured and you get an opportunity. How do you think he's going to do in his game back? You know, playing with the Jets. Uh, that was what worries me. You don't think he's going to do too hot? Uh, no, I don't. Wow. Wow. Well, he's got a lot of pressure on him. But, you know, well, I, gotta... I shouldn't say because, you know, Detroit, I'm not, I'm not sold on this guy yet. So, uh, you know, I think I think we still have a chance to beat them. I don't think the Jets are going to be capable of losing three in a row. The Lions actually looking pretty good. I've watched a couple of their games. They're, they're, not, they're not looking like a lowly – one of the low teams, they they definitely are playing like a team that's in the middle of the pack. Sometimes they can play a little bit better than middle of the pack. They they have I'll give the Lions credit. They definitely have improved this year. You know, both on the offensively and defensive side of the ball. So, I don't think it's an easy win for for the Jets. I really don't think it's an mm. easy win at all. If they had yeah. Mike, if they had the other quarterback playing. I would be more confident choosing the Jets. But, you know, with Zach Wilson, you know, his last outing, he scored three points. I mean, if he does a little bit better than that, you're going to have to score more than, I would say, at least 17 points to beat the Lions. The Lions actually have a very good offense. They got playmakers. No. You know, the running back is doing well, Williams. They got Swift. They got some good guys who can catch the ball too. So you, you're going to need to have at least, I say, at least more than 17 points to beat them. That's just, even with a good, solid defense, I just think you're going to need to have at least 17 points to beat them. That many, huh? I think so. I, I think so. I, I could see the Lions scoring those points. They, they have a very good, they have a good offensive team. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yes, you got Jared Goff back there, but you know he's been doing pretty good. He's been making his passes, and and I, I definitely don't think like I wouldn't put him in a category of the Texans and the teams at the bottom of the of the road. I would say that the Lions are the middle of the pack, and sometimes they play better than the middle of the pack at streaks. Mm. So you got to play a little bit better to beat them. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Looking back at 2022, what are the things that stood out to you? Let's see. I think the game of the year would be the AFC Championship game. That was a doozy, especially in like the last five minutes. Wow. Rams winning the uh, Super Bowl. The Bucks. The Bucks? That was the, that was the NFC. NFC, I'm sorry. Okay, yep. Yeah. The Super Bowl with the Rams finally getting a title in L.A., no one expected that. Um, when Olympics uh, judges 60-second home run. Yeah, yeah. A really big Cowboys being up on the Vikings. Ah. Yeah. What doesn't stand out, of course, is the uh, cheaters winning the World Series. Ugh. Tom Brady retiring and then unretiring. Mm-hmm. Giselle, what have you done? Giselle getting divorced with him. That, that I didn't. I did not see that happening. I didn't. I, did. I mean, I, I, you know, if, if I do believe though, if he did stay retired, he would still be married right now. Yes. So, so it doesn't surprise me because, you know, Giselle had all she can take. And, like, oh, I'm coming back. And, like, oh, okay, that's it. We're done. Goodbye. Yeah, she got fed up. She got yep. fed up. And I could I could see – I could kind of see it on both sides. I could see it on both sides. I could see yeah. – if anything, if anything, I could see where she has more of a right to be upset because Tom did give his word. You know what I mean? He did say last year was his mm-hmm. last year. He did go back on his word, and she took at it. You know, she she took him at his word, and he went back on his word. So and he lied. Yeah, he basically lied to her. Exactly. You know, you know, if you go back on your word, you basically you're right. It's a nice way of saying you lied. And he lied to her, and she was at wit's end when he did retire. And then him saying he's going to go at it for another year, I think it was just too much for her to handle. Yeah. Plus, he, he made it by you coming back. You're making it clear to her that you're putting football ahead of your family and your wife. Right. So it didn't surprise me that they got divorced after no. he made his, no. his his announcement he was coming back. I was surprised that he did make an announcement to come back. I, you know, I, I would have to say, well, I wasn't really surprised that he came back because I could tell no, he no, wasn't no. happy. I, I could tell he wasn't happy. He wasn't ready. Mm, no, not at all. So you got your last show tomorrow, and there's football games, yep. NFL games tomorrow too. Just in case you didn't, mm-hmm. you know, just in case you didn't, you forgot, there oh, are I, I NFL football games tomorrow, which is it almost caught me by surprise. Like, oh snap, they're playing games on Saturday. It's like it's it feels kind of early. It's cussing this time of year. You're right, but it felt like it came on 
to me like a week or two early because the season is a little bit longer this year. So it felt early well, to me. Well, don't forget the college season is over now, so they got to find a way to fill in that gap. Yeah. So you're right about that. I mean, games at this time of year on Saturday, that's nothing new. They've been doing that for 40 years now. Yeah, it just, I just, yeah, it just kind of. You got three instead of two. Yeah, and I guess that's what it was. It just kind of like, oh, snap, they're playing this week on Saturday. Just kind of like, it's not new, but it caught caught me by surprise. Like, I I was expecting another week or or two in my mind, but it it was like, wow. This year you have three games on Saturday instead of two games. Yep. Case in point, uh, Case in point, the New Year's uh, games, of course. And uh, NFL doesn't want to compete with that. No, you're right about that. No. And I wanted to ask you a question. Do you, do you still stand behind that XFL is not going to make it? That was your you and Aaron's prediction. Do you still stand by that? Let's see. I would give them to like, I would give them like, to like half time of the, of the second week before, and then they'll fold up. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Well, let's see. It's halftime. Uh, B2, nobody's here. Uh, we've already lost a trillion and a half dollars in the third run. Sorry, guys. Season's canceled. Oh, what a shock. <laughs> so you're telling me I shouldn't the, – the season ticket price are Save real – Save your money. Save your money. It's real cheap. I mean, it, I had Save me your money. Save like, your insanity. Save everything. <laughs> that will be – Let's see, for next year, uh, the disappointment will be the XFL Part 3. That will be, of course, the joke of the year because it will be canceled by the second week. Or they might have been canceled before they even start. Due to lack of interest, because nobody even cares about this league, we've decided to cancel. Sorry. <laughs> there will be no refunds. There will be no refunds, people. You suckered yourself into it, and now you lost. <laughs> We'll see. You know, I'm gonna give Rock because it is Rock. He knows how to. He knows show business. I'm gonna give him a little bit of, of leeway on this. I'm not throwing in the okay. towel yet. Week five. But I. But I do think if if I. Go to a game, and see how the first let's say two games because you figure the first game is gonna be, a lot of people are gonna be curious and show up, but after the second or third game, if it's a major drop off. That's not a good sign. There will be. Because <laughs> I might think even the last first... shorter than, than, than um, you know than the AAF. Oh boy, <laughs> that was bad enough. You got to prove wrong, Dwayne Johnson, aka The Rock, and Danny Garcia. My man Lou thinks you guys are done. Sticking a fork in him. You you sound more confident that they're done than you do with <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it this way. It'll be over before it's done. <laughs> Let's see. We're about to start this week. But, oh, I just got word. We're not going to play. We've been canceled. On account of lack of, <laughs> lack of interest, lack of everything else. Oh, all this for nothing. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. So close up shop. He's <laughs> saying. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to open, let's see, um, February uh, 18th, whatever. We closed up. 
February 18th, five minutes before first kickoff. Oh, wow. Split <laughs> the, hey. the rug right under you. Wow. Listen, Rock, if you're listening, that's Lou talking. I- I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but my man Lou, he, he thinks it's done before it's over, <laughs> before it started. You hear him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you had something to say to the Rock right now, what would you say with his XFL league? Why are you doing this in the first place? You know it's not going to succeed, even despite the fact who you are. You're not going <laughs> to save this league. Save yourself. Hey, Go back to your acting career. You'll make something. You'll make You'll make a profit. <laughs> so he's, he's got to do Jumanji Part 3 then. Oh, uh, well. Wow. Cutting your, well, you'll be cutting your losses that way, though. Yeah, I mean, if anybody could do it, I believe Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia could do it. But I am definitely curious to see what happens in 2023 with the XFL. I'm hoping they prove you wrong, but you you sound like it's it's a it's a wrap. It's gonna be even worse than the the AAF and the long since forgotten UFL league. Ugh, oh boy. And even that lasted two seasons. <laughs> well, a season and a half. This is the XFL. Yeah, extremely freaking ridiculous. Oh, no, it can't. That's an, that's an R. Uh, I'll work on a title later. <laughs> Look at his head. He's thinking of, he's thinking of <laughs> acronyms to just XFL. <laughs> yeah. Extremely <laughs> forgotten. I'll have to work on the L later. Well, you almost had it right there. You know, extremely forgotten league. Extremely <laughs> forgotten mean, league, yes. <laughs> you got to prove all, Yeah. Our sponsors <laughs> are. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> Wait, we don't have any sponsors. We're just that terrible. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, Dwayne. Yeah, it's good luck. <laughs> wow. Eight weeks to go, and it's going to start. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's coming up quick. I mean, you know, coming up quick. Yeah, what in a fact, shame. In, in fact, you know, they sent me an email today. If, if you want to get some holiday gear, XFL gear, they sent me an email. It's available. Yeah. But, yeah, so speaking of available, what is going on with you on this Saturday, NFL Saturday, on your show? We got it. Okay, it's the last show of the season. Um, I don't know what work approach we're going to take when the new year starts, but uh, stay tuned for updates on that. Number one, uh, we'll cover the uh, part two of the bowl games. Um, Heisman Trophy winner. We'll have our NFL predictions. Uh, preview the World Cup final, which is Sunday. Can't can't miss that. I know who I'm taking. I'm not going to mention it in case you do call tomorrow. I'm not going to mention, but I know who I'm getting. 
Uh, well, also, I also want anybody who does call to give their best sports moment of the year. Um, if you have two, fine. Uh, but try to keep, try to keep it to about uh, three if you can, just in case we get a lot of callers. And I also want people to give uh, the holiday wishes for those who call in. So, uh, number is still five one two five four three four six six two for now. Uh, I don't know what's going. I don't think going to do another call in once New Year starts because the number will change. So this might be the last time we might use this number. Other details to be determined. So if you got time between 4 and 6 tomorrow, that's Eastern time, uh, call in. And on that note, uh, have a happy holiday when you celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or even Festivus, because it's effectiveness for the rest of us. So on that note, uh, enjoy the holidays, everybody. Yeah, and also, if you do change the number, let us know that too, please, before you – don't forget that, Lou. I will call. I will call you the night before. You got it. Make it sure. Good. All right. So definitely, we appreciate you. you. Your partner. I will. I definitely will. And we definitely, Aaron and I, tremendously appreciate everything you've done in 2022. You're outstanding, Lou. Thanks. At least some people feel yeah. so. <laughs> yes, right. We do. We definitely some do. don't. Hey, we're not the ones that don't. We definitely think you are. Outstanding. (laughs) So if the number doesn't change, it's 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662. That is definitely the number for tomorrow, at least. Give our friend Lou a call at the Enhanced Sports Show. between 4 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. And definitely happy holidays to you, Lou. Have a great weekend and a great new year. I won't speak to you until after the new year, too. So definitely be safe and be well. You too, Alan. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate you, Lou. Take care. All right. So that's our great, great friend of the show, Lou, from the Enhanced Sports Show. We really tremendously appreciate him. Appreciate him throughout the whole year. He's been our number one caller throughout the year. Definitely appreciate him. In fact, Lou deserves a round of applause. So, yes, and we did pay our respects to the late, great football coach, Mike Lease. On a more serious note, I'm going to do something a little bit off script here a bit here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. We're actually going to pay respects to somebody else who passed away this week. He's not from the sports world, but it definitely was something that was impacted a lot of people. And it both, I can see the outpouring of support of people who really miss him. And that's Twitch from the Ellen DeGeneres show, The Dancer. Definitely want to wish him, Twitch, rest in peace. We're going to go ahead and do a moment of silence, and then I will talk about Twitch and ways that we can possibly help you, the listener, on the Allen and Aaron Sports of Greater Show. We're going to have a moment of silence for the late, great Twitch. All right, so that moment of silence was for Twitch and the topic of mental health, and unfortunately, suicide is a serious topic. That is something that a lot of people daily deal with. And here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show, it is a topic that we take very seriously. 
and we want to help you as best as possible. There are two videos at our YouTube site that you can go ahead and watch if you're struggling in mental health. I really do believe they can help you. You can just go to type in Alan in the search bar. It's A-L-A-N. Last name is Alford, A-L-F-O-R-D. Alan, A-L-A-N. Last name, Alford, A-L-F-O-R-D. You'll be able to see our logo right there at the very top. There are two videos there on mental health that are very, very powerful. Check that out. If you need more serious help, please call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They speak both English and Spanish. The number is real easy to remember. It's 988. Again, it's 988. All calls are confidential. You can call or chat. You can also text at that number too. So that is something that we pray that you guys find the help that you need. There's nothing wrong with reaching out and telling people that you're struggling because what I've noticed in this world is that you might have something, you might be going through a lot, but you'll be surprised to find out the person you're talking to or somebody you might know in your circle might actually be going through a lot worse and you may not even notice it. So definitely hope you use those resources and we're going to pray for you on the Allen and Aaron's Post Radio Show for anybody who's struggling with mental health. It's a very serious topic and it's something that affects a lot of people, both rich, poor, tall, short, black, white, as it's a serious thing. So we're going to go ahead and move forward here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. And we'll go ahead and just touch a little bit up on the football. And the 49ers won the division. So let me give them a round of applause. You know, the 49ers actually are a very, very good team. The question is, can the Niners win it all? You know, I got to tell you, they have everything moving in their right direction. You know, with the exception of Debo Samuel getting hurt, they're a team that's very dangerous. Their defense is, man, their defense is scary. You know, with Nick Bosa on the outside, they have very good pass rush. They can get to the quarterback rushing four. And if you don't have one of your offensive linemen that can really play, Nick Bosa, he's a vet. He knows how to get right past you. So team is looking very, very good offensively and defense. I'm sorry, defensively and offensively on the offensive side of the ball. You know, they have so many weapons. Debo Samuel, you know, his, you know, we pray that he gets better, but his injury Thankfully, wasn't as serious as initially people thought it was. So he should be back by the playoffs. But even without Debo Samuel, they was able to move the ball really effectively against the Seahawks. And with Christian McCaffrey now on that team, the team looks so much more clean and polished. They're moving the ball in a run game. And they're getting hot at the right time. So... That is a team that you definitely want to watch out for 
in the playoffs. So they definitely, in my opinion, do have what it takes to win it all. I know their record isn't as great as some of the other teams in the league, but that's the thing. Teams like this who get hot at the right time, they, they, they just, they're scary. So yes, the Niners can win it all. And the question is, is Tom Brady, is this Tom Brady's final season and should he consider a return in 2023? That is a very good question. I will say this much. With Tom, <laughs> you know, you can't count him out, but I will say this much. <laughs> you know, looking at it, I would hope and say that I hope that this is Tom Brady's final season for a few reasons. Okay, let me just say this. I just feel as if one of the reasons why the Bucks have struggled this year is because they have been not they have not been able to push the ball down the field. That has really hurt their offense because a lot of what their offense is now is a lot of nickel and dime. A little, you know, a little run pat little run pass option to Lenny Fournette, a little drop off pass to Lenny Fournette, little, you know, downs here and there. Maybe, the, you know, they'll throw a ball down the middle to Kate Otten in the middle of the field that'll get 12 yards and he'll spin around and get another extra seven or eight. But everything is little nickel and dime, dink and dunk down the field. Mike Evans and Tom Brady are really, at this point, are like total strangers now, which is shocking because these guys have played together for two years now. And not only that, they've done a lot of practice outside of the facility together. But this year, it's like they're total strangers. Mike Evans is making a cut on the inside. Tom throws it on the outside. Mike Evans make a cut on the inside. Tom throws it on the outside or he dirt balls it. And then the deep ball is, is almost non-existent. You could see when Tom Brady throws it down the field, he's having trouble to get it to his guy. He's either underthrowing the ball or he's overthrowing the ball. And that usually comes with age and wear and tear. He's just not able to get it down the field. Kind of reminds you of what Peyton Manning did, what he was going through his last year. He just, that's the, the year where he just struggled to get the field, the ball down the field. And that happens with age. You know, I, I'm around Tom Brady's age. I won't say my age on the air, but I can tell you, you know, and it's not, no shame in that. But what will happen is, I think Tom needs to make the decision that this will be his last year. You know, obviously, it's, at the end of the day, it is his decision. But one of the things that will happen, for him coming back another year, he has to really consider. Yes, you don't have a wife now, Giselle, that's going to tell you, give you an ultimatum to play, you know, spend time with the family or play football. He won't have that concern. That's a pro for him. You know, since he loves football, that would be a good thing for him. The bad thing with him coming back is I think if he comes back, it's going to be even worse from a legacy standpoint and an ego blow standpoint 
than it was this year. And what I mean by that is Tom Brady comes back. He said himself that he felt like crap when the linebacker asked him to sign the football, he gets intercepted. And one of the things that if you picked up on it, he said, man, I've been watching since I was two years old. If Tom Brady's willing to accept the fact that more of those situations are going to happen if he plays next year, a guy's going to say, hey, man, I played since, since I was one years old and I can ever remember ever thinking about football, I was watching you. Can you please sign my football? He's going to have to eat more crow like that throughout a whole nother year. Another thing that's going to happen is he's going to have to take the brunt of a lot of the losses because then he becomes low-hanging hanging fruit. Team doesn't win, even if he plays outstanding, and let's say he has the stars line up and his arm really wasn't a factor in them losing, he's always going to be the one that's going to be the brunt of the loss. And I think if he comes back another year, especially if he comes back for a different team than the Bucks, I think that the Bucks are a little bit more will give him a lot more leeway. But if he does come back and, and he's a free agent and goes with another team, there's a good potential that the team won't like the criticism to a certain point, and they will start a younger guy. We've seen this before in the NFL. So unless you're willing to really kind of damage your legacy even more and eat more crow, I would not recommend Tom Brady come back. He's already taken a hit this year because of the performance. We've seen flashes of it. But I, you know, I believe if, if Tom was able to get the ball down the field in some of those late winning games, I don't even believe the games would have been that close. But because that long ball threat is not there, a lot of the games he has to do those heroics in order for him to win the game. So if, if, if Tom can live with him eating a lot more crow if he comes back another year, I would not recommend him come back because it's going to be pride-swallowing siege throughout the whole year. I'm telling you right now, I see the writing on the wall. But it's his decision. I respect the decision. But that's my thoughts on that question. Will the Bucks make the playoffs in 2022? Having said all that, I do believe the Bucks will hold off both Atlanta and Carolina and win, the, win their division. I, and also the Saints. I just feel as if when push comes to shove, they got a game ahead of them. They're going to win the games that need that they need to win. They could afford to lose a game against the Bengals, but I definitely do think they're going to tighten up the belt and win those games and make it to the playoffs and win the division. So they're going to save face this year and make the playoffs. So they're definitely going to make it. We'll see. I'll give you my thoughts in the new year if, if I think they'll have a chance of winning it, but I do think they will make the playoffs. So, yes, my prediction on the Allen and Adam Sports Radio Show, Allen's prediction that the Bucks will indeed make the playoffs this year. So, speaking of that, let's go ahead and talk about the picks. So, we'll go ahead and give our picks for the week. I'm going to share with you guys my picks along with Aaron's picks. We'll go ahead and compare them. We tied last week. I still have, I know it's at least a three or four game lead on him. I'll double check the exact number, but that's where we're at. And 
we're going to go over the picks with you right now. In fact, here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. Okay. Let me go ahead and make sure that we have all the picks here. Okay. All right. So we're going to go in order. And the Seahawks versus the 49ers. Me and Aaron both did pick the Seahawks. And we got that correct. Seahawks. I, I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. We both picked the 49ers. We both picked the 49ers to win that game. And the 49ers did indeed win the game. So, and they clinched the division. So, let me give another round of applause. And the next game that we're going to go ahead and discuss is the Colts, 4-8, and are at the Vikings. And Aaron went ahead and picked the Vikings to win. And I agree with him. I believe the Vikings are going to do their thing and beat the Colts. This is a game that the Vikings really do need to win. You don't want to kind of let your foot off the gas towards the end of the year. I believe the Vikings are going to hold off the the Colts and they're going to win the game and Aaron does too so we both have the Vikings beating the Colts and before I go any further let me just say which I should have said when we started the picks these picks are just for informational purposes only please do not bet on us because if you lose any money we are not going to help you out you want to give a donation if you win a big lump sum of money Hey, we'll probably take it and say thank you. But if you lose money because you're betting on our picks, please don't call us. In fact, there's a nice video that we did on that same YouTube channel about gambling addiction. If you're struggling with gambling addiction, you really should watch that video. I highly recommend it. So moving on with the picks, we have the Ravens at the Browns. And actually, this was actually not that easy of a pick. The the Browns are actually doing really well as far as picking up the slack a bit. You know, they have Deshaun Watson back there and he's starting to, you know, get back into the groove. This was a tougher pick me. And then Lamar Jackson is not slated to play this game. So it wasn't as, as easy of a pick as it sounds. But having said that, Aaron chose the Ravens to win. And I did too. We both are in agreement of the Ravens beating the Browns. Then we have the Dolphins playing up in Buffalo. Dolphins against the, the, the Bills. And this game here, we, we did do the same. We both feel as if the Bills are going to hold off the Dolphins. I was really surprised at Wow, how the Chargers was able to handle the Dolphins offensively. They really didn't get much going. And we both agree that the Bills should be able to beat the Dolphins, especially in that cold weather. Then we have the Eagles at the Bears. And we both agree that the Eagles are going to win this game. In fact, that's one of our lock picks. The Eagles are going to beat the Bears. However, I do think this game is going to be a lot closer than you anticipate. You have two mobile quarterbacks. 
Usually when you have two mobile quarterbacks, they want to outgun and outdo the other person. They step their level of play up, and then things happen. So that's going to be to be the scene. But at the end of the day, I just think same thing that Aaron thinks, that the Eagles are just too much offensively outside of Jalen Hurt, outside of their quarterback. So we both picked the Eagles. Then we have the Lions at the Jets. And let me just double check here. Yep, and we both did pick the Lions on this pick too. And I was saying it earlier to Lou that I just feel as if the Lions have been actually playing very good, a lot better than their record show, six and seven. They've actually, I watched a couple of their games and their team offensively does really well and defensively they're picking it up. So we both pick the the Lions. Then we have the Steelers versus the Panthers. And this is an important game, especially if you're a Bucks fan, because the race is tightening up between the Bucks and the Panthers. But I do think the Steelers still have a shot to finish at least 500 to keep Mike Tomlin's streak intact. I do think the Steelers' defense is going to be a cause a problem to the Panthers. So we both did pick the Steelers to win that game. Then we have here the Chiefs at the Texans. Texans put up a very good, you know, definitely fight the last game against the Cowboys. But they fell short, and I think that's going to happen again. They're going to fall short against the Chiefs. So we both actually did pick the Chiefs to win against the Texans. Now we come into the Falcons at the Saints. Let me just take a look here. And this was a a tough pick, too, because, you know, they both kind of evenly matched. But the Falcons are starting a rookie quarterback. The Saints actually do have a very good defense. So with that being said, Aaron picked the Falcons to win. I disagree, and I feel as if the Saints and the defense are going to cause problems for a you know, rookie starting quarterback. Obviously, they didn't help hurt Brock Purdy, but I just think the Saints, that's one of the things they're known for is defense. And I, I believe the Saints are going to win. I picked the Saints and picked the Falcons. Then we have the Cowboys at the Jaguars. And that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a very, very good game. I think that game's going to be a lot closer than people think. I could see it being a high-scoring game. But I had picked the Cowboys to win, and Aaron picked the Cowboys to win as well. Then we have the Cardinals at the Broncos. And Aaron did pick the Cardinals to win that game. And I picked the Cardinals as well. You know, I'd have to say the person who's had the most disappointing season, even much more so than Tom Brady, unfortunately, has been Russell Wilson. He's had a really poor season. Due to concussion protocol, he is not going to be playing. So that one there, you can can mark that as the Cardinals for me and for Aaron. We both have the Cardinals winning. Then we have the Patriots at the Raiders. And Aaron picked the Patriots. I, I picked the Patriots as well. This is a game that the Patriots kind of need to have because it's getting down to the wire. The season is winding down. 
this is a winnable game for them. You know, the Raiders, when they played Thursday night, that was a game that, you know, let me just take a moment to say, that was a game that the Raiders really should have won. They made two really horrendous personal fouls in that last drive that basically gave them 30 yards. You know, play was over. You did not have to knock the ball out of the, the guy's hand. And this is why teams lose games. You have to have what's called emotional intelligence. When you're playing football, you have to be disciplined. You cannot get false starts, and you definitely cannot give 15 yards to the opponent by doing bonehead plays. That was a very stubborn play. Then later in that drive, there was another personal foul that was really unnecessary. They both were right as far as the refs making the calls, and that was 30 yards you gave them. After you giving them, backing them all the way up to the two or three-yard line, you gave them 30 yards. You almost could say that you gave them the ball at the 33-yard line, and all you need to do is score a touchdown with under a minute. And if you move the ball well, you can do that. And that's what they did. So the Raiders lost that game by not playing smart. And that's the reason why both Aaron and me picked the Patriots. Patriots make smart plays. They don't, they don't make bonehead plays. They don't beat themselves. And a lot of the teams, they end up beating themselves. The Patriots do not. So for that reason, we both picked the Patriots against the Raiders. And then we have the Titans at the Chargers. Aaron picked the Titans to win. I picked the Chargers to win. The Chargers look very good against the Dolphins. They play like that and move the ball well. I just think that they have a little bit more offensive firepower than the Titans. The Titans are going to do well. Derrick Henry's going to do his thing. But Derrick Henry's one guy. I feel as if the Chargers have more of a supporting cast. So I picked the Chargers to win. Aaron picked the Titans. Then we have the Bengals versus the Buccaneers. And I would have probably stuck with my Bucks again to beat the Bengals. However, the Bucks did not do really well against San Francisco. And I know that game is not the same opponent. But I just feel as if the Bengals are playing really, really well. They have so many offensive weapons. The Bucks have not played stellar defense like they know they can. Mixon is a very good runner. I feel as if the Bucks will have a better game this game than they did against San Francisco. I definitely, I can't see how they can have much worse, you know. But I definitely do think they'll do better than they did against San Francisco. I think they'll keep a long pace with the Bengals, but I think at some point, again, you need to stretch the field against a team like the Bengals. The Bucks are not going to be able to do that consistently enough, and because of that reason, the Bengals are going to pull away. I have the Bengals, and so does Aaron, beating the Bucks. And, you know, I'm sorry, but I have to, I have to give it the way it is. Uh, we both have the Bengals winning. Then we have the Giants at the Commanders. It was a tie game last time. 
we are going to go ahead, both of us pick the Commanders. I just feel as if the Commanders are doing really well. The Giants are kind of struggling. So we both pick the Commanders. And then we have the Rams at the Packers. The Rams are playing a little bit better, so I'll give them that. But I just think the Packers are going to find a way to edge out this game. Aaron Rodgers, I still have faith in him, and so does Aaron. And I have enough faith in him that they're going to beat the Rams. So we both pick the Packers. So that concludes the picks of the week. Let's give a round of applause for the picks of the week. So now we're going to go ahead and discuss some boxing news. And it was a pretty, a lot has happened in the boxing world. Let me talk about Xander Zayas first. I was so gracious and glad to admit Xander Zayas in 2022. Got a nice picture with him. He's a great up-and-coming fighter from top rank, if you just in case you don't know, from Puerto Rico. And he loves to fight in the big city there in New York and the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. So Xander is doing his thing. He's doing great. He's a great talent. The only concern that I noticed about this last fight was I feel as if Xander is getting, you know, a little too brazen, meaning he's, he's taking on more punishment than he really needs to. He needs to keep his defense sharp because what happens is the guys that you're facing are, you know, I would say they're just as strong as you. And at some point, if you keep taking the punishment, you're going to get clipped with a, a good punch. So the only advice I would have, you're a great, great talent. You had a lot more defensive-minded philosophy I felt over the last two or three fights prior. Now I feel like you're just trying to bully and bum-rush the guys and get out of there. Take your time, pick your shots, but keep your defense up. Keep your hands up. You know, there was opportunities for your opponent to really hurt you bad. Fortunately, it didn't happen. I would say, Xander, keep doing your thing, but definitely keep your defense up. Keep it up because you're not going to be able to just blow past everyone. You are going to meet your match. That's why you want to keep your defense respectable and keep it really good and tight like you were three or four fights ago. So get back on track on that. But other than that, great job and great win. So let me go ahead and give a round of applause for Xander Zayas on his big win. Okay, so with it, you know, Terrence Crawford did have a fight against David Avenesian over the weekend. And I'd have to say Terrence Crawford, you know, I would have to say both men did a lot better than I expected. Let me start with David Avenesian. David Avenesian actually did, you know, fairly well. He did actually pretty good. I thought he was going to get knocked out or wiped out, knocked out or wiped out, TKO, or within three or four rounds. He actually went to six rounds, and that's when Terrence finished him off. You know, 
David Abenizian is pretty much what I expected. He's not the same skill level as Terrence, as we pretty much already knew that. But he did respectfully well for that fight. I know that he went ahead and contested the fight within the Nevada Commission because the gloves were breaking at the seams on both gloves from Terrence Crawford. They noticed it during the fight. They let it continue. They were going to swap out the gloves at the end of the round for the people who don't know. Well, the end of the round didn't happen because Terrence Crawford knocked him out in that round. And now David Abenesian is filed with the Nevada Commission to change the fight to a no contest. I would say I already know how this is going to play itself out. The Nevada Commission to go through a bunch of checks and balances, go back and forth, make it seem like they're really doing something because they get a sanctioning fee. But at the end of the day, they're not going to do anything. David Abenesian, this fight's going to count. And unfortunately, that's a loss for you. I would say that the gloves, being fair, did not cause you to get knocked out. Now, having said that, the person who actually looks really bad on this fight wasn't Terrence. It actually was Everlast. Everlast was not a good look. Those gloves looked real cheaply and poorly made. They were breaking apart at the seams. They were not gloves that should be worn professionally. You know, so Everlast, I know that people are making a lot of cutbacks nowadays because of cut, because of shortage with staff, COVID cutbacks. They're trying to recoup their money from all the losses. I get it. But you need to go back to your quality control because there are other glove manufacturers. Everlast, to me, looked the worst in that situation. So definitely definitely you need to work on your quality control everlast get it together having said that as i said they are not going to turn the fight into a no contest now (laughs) so having said that congratulations to terrence on his win Yeah, so Terrence, you know, he 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 did actually his thing. And the question is, who has the advantage in a possible Crawford versus Spence fight now? Well, I definitely do think Terrence Crawford has the advantage now over Spence. And the reason being is because he's fought more recently. I think it was a blessing in a lot of ways that Terrence did fight David Abenesian instead of fighting Errol in this regard. He got $10 million to fight a kind of a low-risk, high-reward opponent financially. Plus, David Abenesian kind of fights. He's not Errol Spence. I get it. He doesn't have the size and the strength and the skill as Errol. However, David was the type of guy that pressured and was in Terrence Crawford all night long in his face. I think it was kind of good for Terrence to fight a guy like that in preparation if he does fight Spence. You want to have a guy that's kind of going to somewhat mimic who you may have to face. Now, I know Errol does a lot more body shots, and he he does skill. I get all that. But it was good kind of like dry run-through for Terrence to have fought David Abenesian. 
and he did electric. He was spectacular in that fight. Terrence with that knockout. So definitely, I feel as if Terrence Bud Crawford has the advantage if Spence were to fight right now. If they would have signed a deal and fight, let's say, in March or April, Terrence would have the advantage. Even though I've been saying Spence should win that fight, and in my pick to win the fight, Terrence definitely put some doubt because he had a recent fight and he got a good work in. So I would have to say definitely Terrence has the advantage, and he looked definitely very, very good in that fight. So then the question should be, who should Crawford and Spence fight next, if not each other? Well, that's a very good question. Let's Since we're talking about Terrence Crawford, let's stick with him first. Crawford really is in the driver's seat now because if he doesn't fight Errol, he could fight the guy that I think Errol should fight next, and that's Keith One-Time Thurman. I think if Crawford fights Keith One-Time Thurman, that will be another great win for him. You know, I think I think that would be a good fight for, for Crawford if he doesn't want to go ahead. If he, you know, like you said, he's been trying to make the fight with Errol, he could fight him. And I think he also could fight Ugas. I do think, though, he would, I feel as if Ugas would be a little bit more difficult of a matchup. I think Errol beats both of them. I'm sorry, I, I, let me correct that. I think Terrence beats both. Keith one-time Thurman, as well as Ugas. But I just think Ugas might create a little bit more difficulty with Terrence because of the reach and height advantage. I still think he's going to win, but I think that can create a little bit of an issue. Either way, he's going to win. Turning over to Errol Spence, who should he fight next? I definitely think this is a time for Errol Spence to go ahead and grab that humble pie of the refrigerator and eat it whole, and call Keith Thurman up and get a fight with him, ASAP. I really do believe that. We've had Keith Thurman on the show. (laughs) We had him on the show, and at that time, we were trying to lobby for a fight with Keith and Errol Spence. We were trying to get it with Terrence, too, but I felt as if Errol was probably the better of the two at that time to fight, because Errol at one point did have an interest in fighting Keith Thurman. At that time, Errol was all about the pride, and he was like, no, I wanted to fight you. You didn't want to fight me. Now that you want to fight me, I don't want to fight you. I think Errol Spence, you know, pride comes before fall. I definitely do think Errol needs to put that to the wayside, and he needs to think about fighting Keith Thurman next. That is who I feel Errol should definitely try to fight next. And the reason why I think he should give him a call sooner than later is because, just as I mentioned, Terrence Crawford can end up fighting him. And then he would have got two fights in, let's say within six months, where you would have got no fights in. So if you're Errol Spence, pride aside, and just tell your representatives, whoever, say, hey, Tell Keith Thurman, I'm interested in entertaining ideas for a fight. And then see where it goes. 
humble yourself and go ahead and fight him. So that's who I think Errol Spencer fight next to Keith Thurman. And there's another thing about that. There's more to that. I do feel as if, you know, I got to be straightforward. And one thing about the Aaron and Aaron, Aaron, Allen and Aaron Sports, a greater show, is that we always tell us the way it is. We tell us the way it is. We really appreciate all our guests on our show. We love you guys, but we're not going to lie for you guys. I do feel as if Errol, if he fights Keith, that would be a fight that it's not going to be an easy fight, but I do think Errol would have the advantage in that fight, and I think Errol would probably win that fight. The reason why I say that is because Keith Thurman, as you know, a lot of people know, one of his weak spots is body punches. That is Errol Spence's strength, body punches. So, you know, that's going to be a tough matchup for Keith. And that's why I feel as if that would be high reward for, for Errol to have a guy like Keith Thurman on your resume, lower risk. If he fights Boots Ennis, as Terrence said it himself, Terrence Crawford said it himself, that is high risk, low reward. Terrence, if Errol fights Boots, it is high risk, low reward. You can possibly beat him, but I do believe you're going to have some battle scars and battle wounds. It will definitely be a slugfest and a tight, contested, grind-out type of fight. So maybe that's a fight <laughs> that you probably want to stay away from. So... Keith Thurman, I feel on both Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence should be high up on the list. And if I was Errol, I would try to fight somebody because your last fight was in April. April of 2023 would be here before you know it, and you're out of a fight in a, in a year. So I'll keep you guys up to date on what's going on with the boxing world. Those are my takes on the boxing here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Greater Show. And we're going to keep it moving, and we're going to do our year review. You know, since this is going to be the last year show of 2022, we're going to do a year in review with you guys and discussing some of the memorable moments and thanking our special guests. I mean, there's been so many special moments on the Island and Aaron's Post Creator Show it's been really, truly remarkable. Got a chance to go to the Daytona 500 and cover that event. That was spectacular. Fantastic event for that. And want to thank the Daytona 500 for being so, NASCAR for being so, so gracious to the Allen and Allen Sports Grail show. Thank you so much, NASCAR, for all that you did for us. Yeah, I still have that sign of the event right right behind me. It was so great. And, you know, we also was able to go to Got to Give Top Rank props as well for taking great care of us to go ahead and attend one of the fights too. So thank you, Top Rank.
Yeah, so, you know, there's been a lot of special moments, a lot of great interviews, all the special guests that came on the show. You know, there's been actually so many guests that came on the show this year, it's, it was hard for me to run them all down. But we definitely appreciate all of you for coming on to our show. Give us an opportunity to get to know you, help you in your situation, to help promote anything that you had. You know, we, we don't just interview celebrities here. We will gladly interview celebrities, but we also interview people that most people will just bypass and overlook. In fact, you know, just last Friday, we went ahead and played Let's Watch Some Football by Sam Scola up in Maine. So thank you for sharing the opportunity for us to play your song. Sam Scola, thank you so much. Yeah, so it's been it's been a real special year. So many great memories. Some, you know, some really deep intellectual deep conversations that I've had. Want to thank Donald Zanders too interviewing with us starting his baseball league there. The Lakeland Diamondbacks. Thank you so much, Donald Zanders. Yeah, it's been it's been an amazing, you know, Patrick Chester, <laughs> Doctor Loran Starr, and you know, Marcos Escadero, the Marcos, the Killer Machine, Marcos, the Killer Machine Escadero. Definitely, thank you all. And I know we, we, you know, we won't mention everybody. We won't have time in the show to mention everybody. But man, you are all graciously appreciated. All the callers, we appreciate you all. With the exception of the one prank caller that called last Friday, we definitely do not condone anything associated, you know, with Jerry Sandusky. So that was real crass. You are not welcome to call us on our show. Anybody else in the world is welcome except for you. So, prank caller, we appreciate the fact that you opened up our eyes that, you know what? The devil is a liar. Yeah, so, you know what? It's been a, it's been a great year. It's been a fantastic year. Definitely got to thank our great sponsor, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting. You may need a support group. So definitely a fantastic sponsor. Appreciate you, Chef G's, more than you know. If you guys are interested in definitely picking up some great sauce for the holiday or great sauce for yourself, pick up a four-pack at flbbqsauce.com. FLBBQSauce.com. Definitely do that. Support Chef G's. But man, it's, you know, got a chance to 
have such memorable, I'm just thinking about all the fun we've had and all the great memories. And this is, you know, come March, we'll make it three official years. I feel like we've been doing this so much longer because we've been having so much fun with it and so many great venues and great people you get to meet and network with. And, you know, even people who we tried to get on a show and let's say it didn't work out and we wasn't able to get you on the show for whatever reason, you're always welcome on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. We don't hold any grudges here. So I know a lot of people probably do, but we don't. Please feel free to reach out to us and we will try to make it happen so you can be a guest on our show. And you'll, like, you'll say to yourself after you're done, man, I should have came on these guys' show even sooner. These guys are great. And I know that that's what we strive for, and that's our goal and aspiration. But thank you, all the listeners, for supporting us. Thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel. Thank you for following us. Thank you so much. We appreciate your comments, your likes, your feedback, your questions. All of the great listeners, all of the fans, you keep us motivated to keep moving and it's it's really a delight to entertain you. You know, both, you know, we've had demands for us to do things, you know, certain ways, and we love your feedback. We love everything that comes with it. Thank you all for everything that you've done for us. Really appreciate you. Yeah, so we're going to now discuss some of the additional improvements and opportunities in 2023 for the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. You know, just like an athlete here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, we always look for opportunities and thoughts and improvements where we can actually critique ourselves. One of the things they say is the biggest room is room for improvement. So we, that's what we do. Every show that we have, we think of ways that we can improve both visually, audio-wise, content of the show, guests. We always think about how we can get better. So some of the improvements that you can look forward to and opportunities in 2023 for the Allen Aaron Sports Radio Show is, you know, I just did an interview with the Apostle Samuel L. Phillips Sr., the author of You Don't Need a Better Single Life. Your single life needs a better you. So thank you so much, Apostle Samuel L. Phillips from the refreshing church in beautiful Sefna, Florida, for being so gracious and allow us to talk football and faith right there in the sanctuary, on the stage, have great time. That interview is being edited, and we should be having that up and running and showing to you early next week. But thank you, Samuel L. Phillips, Sr., for being so gracious and doing that interview. Yeah, so just doing an interview with the Apostle Phillips, I, I noticed that one way that we can improve is, you know, we had a battery. I had a fully charged battery, and normally it should get me at least 25, 30 minutes. Guess what? It gave me a little bit past eight and a half minutes, and it went out. And, you know, simple like that, We, you know, now there's a demand for us to have not just battery power, but to plug in things 
So that's one improvement. Another way is to get me a, a bar for us to have more components on the tripod. You know, little things like that. Audio-wise, you know, the mic you hear me on right now sounds very good, but we're going to try to see if we can improve even better than the microphone you have. Visually on the YouTube channel with content, quality, microphones, audio sound, we're going to always look to improve that as well on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show, especially in 2023. We're going to try to improve visually too, how we can improve on that end as well. And there was a, you know, we did our first YouTube live. Our goal is to do YouTube live again in 2023 and also a Facebook live. That's something that we're going to look forward to do as well. So these are things that you guys could keep an eye out for. We're going to try to do those things. We're going to try to make more events, get more great guests more great content, you know, for 2023. Those are the things that we got to look forward to. Definitely good health and great wealth. But another thing that we can also improve on that I felt was a great opportunity for you, the listeners, as well as people who want to support the show, is sponsorships. If you want to get your business out there, just like Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce, you want to get known, please reach out to us here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. You can do that by just visiting our Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com backslash Allen and Aaron. And just send us a message, private message there. We'll talk to you. We have great packages that are very affordable. And one thing is that with us, we know how it is. We've supported events and we sponsored events where we felt as if our money we sponsored, but they did not even keep the agreement to what we had, which was, you know, we do things out of the forgiveness of a heart, but if you do pay for a sponsored package, you should get a sponsored package. You should at least be able to get that. I felt as if we sponsored events and we did not even get what we paid for. So, we don't do that with the Allen and Aaron Sports and Radio Show. We give you a lot more return than usually what we even agreed to. You know, we, you know, that's what they say. over-deliver, not under-deliver. So that's what we go by. So we can improve on sponsorships as far as getting more. And we just want to keep getting better and better each day. Just like an athlete, that's how some of the athletes have done great. Say they want to get better and better each day. That's the same goes for us. We want to get better and better each day. Me and Aaron are going to meet right after the new year. We're going to enjoy the holidays and the new year. But right shortly in January, we're planning on meeting up and even discussing even more ideas than some of them I discussed on the air. So definitely that is in the works. And the phone number here that you can always save, 516 Save that in your phone. Have that ready for you. Anytime you want to discuss sports, you can call us Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. We usually go to about now or towards close to 11. 
but yeah, there's been uh, so many, so much fun that we've had in 2022. It's been really a, a fantastic year. And we look forward to 2023 being even better. Definitely want to thank Lou for calling in. want to thank you, our fans, for listening. And again, if you are struggling with mental health, please do those resources. Visit us at the YouTube channel. You know, type in Alan Alford, A-L-A-N-A-L-F-O-R-D, right in the search bar. It'll pull up. And watch those two videos. Again, if you need more serious help, please call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline 988. It can literally save your life. And, you know, every life is precious. You have a way to magnify and make this world a better place. You know, you might think that no one cares, but you'll sadly find out, unfortunately, there is a lot of people that care about you more so than you think. You know, that's what we need to do as a society to do better is show people that you care while they're still around and you have the opportunity to, to but believe me and you, you are going to impact lives if you don't hang in there. So definitely we want to wish all the athletes health and wealth and good favor in 2023. And we want to do the same for you, the listener. Good health and wealth in 2023. So for the last time of this year, I'm going to thank our sponsor, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. So pick up a bottle of Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce at flbbqsauce.com. Again, it's flbbqsauce.com. Thank you again. FG's Florida Barbecue Sauce for being our outstanding sponsor. <laughs> Definitely a delight dealing with Chef G's. But that brings us to the end of the road, unfortunately. So thank you all for your support. Really love you guys. On behalf of Aaron, who unfortunately couldn't make it today due to technical difficulties, I want to thank Aaron as well for being the co-host of the show. Definitely cool to have Aaron as a friend. Really appreciate his insight. And then we appreciate you guys too. So for the last time in 2022, thank you all for listening. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be well. Take good care of yourself. Love you guys here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. Take care for now. Thank you for listening to the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Podcast. Subscribe and check us out on your favorite social media platform. Thank you.